Welcome to the latest edition of the Disorganized Religion Podcast, also known affectionately as The Derp. And I have a special treat for you today because you are going to meet the latest addition to the DRP podcast host family. Please say hello to Taylor Alex. Hello! Taylor is one of the... Uh, one of the ringers we've gotten to sing um, and add some extra oomph to our choir during uh, pandemic season. Uh, so she brings the the vocal goods with her. Uh, if Iwana was here, I would let them discuss whether or which one of them is better. But since Taylor's <laughs> here, Taylor's better. And oh, yeah. so we're just going to go with that. Uh, Taylor is a nursing school student. Uh, so we look forward to the day when um, we're going to receive pictures of people's various rashes and ailments that they can send to us. And Taylor can identify those things for you. So that'll be a lot of fun. Disgusting, but that's what she's getting into. So that'll be fun. Uh, I just discovered, though, that uh, Taylor has uh, a strange hobby that I've never really heard of anyone doing before. Uh, Taylor has uh, she, she goes to the dog park, but she goes with her cat. So... Taylor, do, do cats like dog parks? Not most cats, I don't think. But um, I'm going to bring my roommate's cat soon. We're going to try it out. She's a hairless cat, so I don't know how she'll uh, feel in the wild. But... Are cats are there cats that just are hairless all the time, or is that a is that a thing you take to the groomer and get all the hair shaved off? No, it's hairless all the time. But this one like has. A little little bit of hair it's like kind of fuzz on the top of her so so what is it it's just like a just like a like what does it feel like when you pet a skinless cat it's it's a weird texture for sure it's just like kind of like almost like dry skin like you know like kind of when like you just can't like rub up it's like she'll rub up against me and i'm like i can't even rub you like my i just like it gets stuck it's (laughs) All right. Well, so I've always been a dog person and you're not talking me out of it so far. Uh, but um, I also have a, I have a cat allergy. So uh, uh, if there's going to be cats around, there's also going to be Benadryl. Well, my so. cat hypoallergenic. So he's. he's so you, give your, you give your cat something to make them hypoallergenic or do they just come that way? Yeah. I think it's just, it's his breed. I don't know exactly because I he's a a rescue, so they didn't know like his exact breed or anything. But um, my my friend Katie, she sang in the choir. I don't know if you met her. You probably did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, she had the purple hair. <laughs> um, she really cats, and she spent the night with him one night, holding him, and was fine all night. So I stand by it. <laughs> right. So, and I guess the the, I guess the hairless cat would also be hypoallergenic. Uh, well, she's not, and I don't, I don't know why. Oh, it it's really weird. I told my roommate that she should send her back to Russia because she's two thousand dollars for the one with no hair. Yes, the- her 
hairless cat, and my beautiful cat was $75. Are you sure it's a cat? Like, what, <laughs> what makes an animal a cat? It's a special you... rat or something. <laughs> right. You would think that one of the implied characteristics of any cat would be hair. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's exactly why she got it, because dad's also extremely allergic and then she ended up pawning her cat off on me for a couple months because she couldn't keep her i was like oh, so now i get the cat <laughs> well take the cat to the dog park mm -hmm. you'll show her i'll show her <laughs> well friends we have some serious business to conduct tonight i'm not gonna lie the uh the, the fate of the next uh episode of bracketeering by the drp hangs in the balance here uh the next the next category we're going for you've already solved which is the best church song you've already solved which is the best christmas song now we're going to have you decide which is the best princess from the disney uh line of princesses and uh i got looking into this further and realized there's a ton of these princesses so we had to have it narrowed down you all voted and did a fantastic job finding us 15 princesses. And then there's a several-way tie for the 16th princess. And so, as a gift to Taylor on her first ever episode hosting the podcast, she will be the person who selects the final princess to go into Disney Princess Madness Racket Sweepstake season. So, uh, your choices are... Esmeralda from The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Nara from The Lion King, Alice from Alice in Wonderland, and the newest member of the princess Disney princess line because she obviously uh, was a princess long before then Disney acquired her is Princess Leia. Taylor, break the tie and give us the 16 seed of the princesses. I'm going to have to do Alice from Alice in Wonderland. I love her. All right. There you have it. So Alice in Wonderland. So here are your top 16 princesses. We will have Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora from Sleeping Beauty, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Tiana, Rapunzel, Merida from Brave, our first Irish princess, Moana, Tinkerbell, Elsa, and Anna from Frozen. Look, there's they're separate. They're not, you know, a package deal. Uh, and then, uh, and then we'll add in Alice from Alice in Wonderland as the, uh, as the, uh, the sixteenth. Uh, I'll tell you that the the. So, if you were to guess which of the princesses got the most votes to be in it, Cinderella. Um, close. 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 Um. Cinderella is in a three-way tie for second place. Oh. Uh... Uh, Cinderella, Aurora from Sleeping Beauty, and Rapunzel. I'll Rapunzel. tie for second. Love her. <laughs> um, Is it maybe Snow White, or who else am I thinking of? Um, Snow White is, uh, is in a five-way tie for third. Who's first? I wouldn't have guessed it. I mean, I can, I can see it, but I wouldn't have guessed it. Um, it is Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Oh! I mean, she's getting some extra love because she had a live-action movie come out. Oh, uh, that's, that's... So she might be fresh in people's minds. I did, I did think that... 
some of the the newer princesses would get more votes. Um, but it was pretty it was pretty even. So, I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, I like more the traditional princesses though. I always like watching those movies. The newer yeah. ones, like, no, it's not the same. <laughs> so, so let me ask you then: Who would be a non-traditional princess? Um, would Belle be a traditional princess? I think so. Jasmine. Oh, oh. oh, yeah. Pocahontas? Yes, for sure. Mulan? Yes. Really? She kicks a lot of butt in her movie. She what? She kicks a lot of butt in her movie. She's the first one to actually violently assail other people of the princesses. I know. I used to have one of those like little, I guess, like PS2 games where I would like run around the forest. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> That's right. Lay some people out. Um, Tiana, she's an actual princess. Rapunzel, Rapunzel a princess? Uh, yeah. Is she royalty? Yeah, she. Yeah, yep. I found out at the end that she was the princess. Right, right, right. Lost Merida. one. Um, I feel like she's she's newer, for sure. Right. Um. I mean, newer than like Cinderella Snow White. Uh, yeah. And she probably is after, yeah, she's after Ariel. She's after Belle, after Pocahontas. Yeah. Uh, I guess Moana. I, I thought Moana but... would kill it, but she's oh. in all the pack. You know who, who scored kind of low? I mean, who, who made it in but was low is Tinkerbell. Oh. I guess she's not a princess. Like, she isn't royalty. Yeah, she's a little fairy. So if you're going for royalty, then some of these would be a tougher sell. But um or they or some of them become royalty because they marry a prince. Oh yeah. What T Tiana? I think that's how what her name was. I'm really bad with names sometimes. I'll forget. I'll remember faces, but like movies and everything, oh it's it's bad. <laughs> That's how I am, and I have like <laughs> 300 faces to, to try to match names to every Sunday. It takes it takes some uh, some some effort. All right, well, so friends, here's what's going to happen: we are going to put the uh, the bracket up on the uh, Facebook page, the DRP Facebook page, and you will then have the chance to vote uh, through who you think uh, should should win. We will pair up each princess against another, and so they will face off one-on-one -on -one for you to vote to, to see which ones will move on and which ones will get eliminated in round one. So should be fun. Uh, if uh, uh, Taylor, if you were going to pick the princess you think is going to win it all, who would you say? Um, I guess, I guess Ariel. Um, I mean, my favorite is Rapunzel. I, I love her. I love her and her frying pan. I think that is like, if I was any princess, I would be her for sure. <laughs> or uh, um, which? What's the other one? Not Elsa, but the other girl. Anna. Anna. Yes. You know, I, I I wonder if if the two of them hurt one another by not having one like one main female lead 
princess figure. They're both princesses. They're both in the same movie. So if they if they were combined into one person, they would probably crush it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Rapunzel has good songs, and the, the, I remember that Rapunzel songs from the from the movie were were better than average. Oh, I love them. I have a whole um, Disney playlist that I listen to every now and then, and I'll oh. I'll my heart out in the car. <laughs> Well, you should make it public so that everyone can hear the Taylor Alex Disney. Is it a Spotify no, playlist? No, it's I have Amazon Music. Amazon I Music. I know it's not <laughs> not a lot of people use it. Yeah, if you're on the family plan, I guess I get yep. I get it. Yep. I like to to share the occasional news oddity. So, uh, found a story where a guy named Scott Stallings. No, there's. There's pro golfer Scott Stallings, who uh, is obviously a great golfer and got invited to go to the Masters. Uh, but another guy named Scott Stallings got Scott Stallings' invitation to the Masters at his house. So uh, the non-golfer Scott Stallings finds golfer Scott Stallings on Instagram, sends him sends him a direct message on Instagram and tells him, Hi, Scott. My name is Scott Stallings as well, and I'm from Georgia. I received a FedEx today from the Masters and wanted me to play in the Masters tournament April 69th. I'm 100% sure this is not for me. <laughs> so I thought, wow, that'd be kind of cool to have someone who's famous have your name and then you get free stuff. So you found another Taylor Alex out there that... Uh, Oh, especially not with how my name is spelled. Oh, you might be the Taylor, but that's not the same. Yeah. So, um, so I did. I did once uh, look up to see if anyone owned MattHaran.com, and they do. No way. Here's um. Let me introduce you to. to the Matt Haran of MattHaran.com. I will say the website lacks pizzazz. Oh. Um. <laughs> There's not much there. <laughs> but that's the guy. Now, um, and he also has the coveted email address, Matt at MattHaran.com, which would be a pretty cool email address for me to have. And so he's given talks like about things that I've never heard of before. <laughs> but like there oh, oh he's he's called Matthew in this video. Here I am, Matthew Moran talking about cloud computing foundations. Folks <laughs> are like silhouetted, like I, I don't know what this is. <laughs> but people people have come to hear him talk about what does the dot net renaissance mean to cloud foundry? And Matthew Haran, software engineering, is talking about it, but he comes out to a cool walk-up song. Maybe maybe start wondering what should be my walk-up song in church, like when it's about to be my turn. What should my what should my song be? I'm about to work on that. You have any idea? You know, I've always said that if I was going to be a baseball player, then I would have my walk-up song be the song from The Natural. You ever seen The Natural? No. It's a song so. where this this. Like the best moment of the movie is when the guy hits a home run at the very end and they have this awesome song that plays. Of course, if that's your walk up song, there's a lot of pressure to hit a home run just then. Uh, uh, he's so, obviously 
obviously that's what he does. But I'm gonna think about the walk up song. I do have a. Occasionally, I will include like an insertion of a song, like that just goes with uh, what I'm talking about. Um, so I'm doing a, I'm doing a quick snippet of Bon Jovi this Sunday. Dance, uh, but to summarize, I would say he says something like this. He says, "Listen, as followers of Christ." We're all supposed to be about love in all that we do. Peter says to them, I'm doing my part, but in this case, you're to blame. You play these games, and frankly, That's what Peter said. That, that's what he said. I liked how uh, I told Jason that I was going to do that today. And uh, I said, then I sent him the link to the Wikipedia page for Bon Jovi, because surely he doesn't know who they are. He said, he wrote back, no, I know who they are from my dad. So he's fired. <laughs> now you've never heard of him. You said, bon- of course I know Bon Jovi. Um, uh, I, I'm in a rock and roll band. We play Living on a Prayer um, by him. And I, I do like the synth part, like the dun, dun, dun. And that's fun because I play keys um, and I sing I sing a little. So what's your band called? Nicaea. Nicaea? Yeah, kind of like nice to see ya, but Nicaea. Nicaea. So, when, when do you guys play? Where do you play? Like, um, we we have our next gig at um, I don't know if you ever heard of it, Shaka. I've never been there before, but it's in Tarpon Springs. Um, it's like this like looks like a tiki bar restaurant type place. Um, but we have a gig there the twenty eighth of this month. Um, but we've played before at. Quaker Steak and Lube, and right across from it, there's this Harley Davidson place. I think it's called like OCC, right? Yeah, OCC. Um, and we are getting a gig there, I think, soon, sometime. But we we got some. Oh, and Thirsty Marlin, if you if you know that, that's in the area, kind of. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, and well, that's... O'Brien's Irish Pub. That's like our most like frequent place that we play at. So Taylor, let's say that someone from Nashville comes knocking on, on Nicaea's door and says, we want to make you a big deal. Um, are you going to bail nursing school and go do it? I have thought about that so much. <laughs> I, I mean, if the opportunity strikes, I don't know how I could say no, because I could always go back and you know continue. So I, I think I would definitely have to just go for it um i think you should do contract or something nothing that was like yeah like if you come with us we'll make you famous i'd have to see like you know like we're getting a record label show me the money so um like yeah that that'd be awesome i mean look so do that for a while there'll Mm -hmm. always be sick people sick people will be around for a while um Unfortunately. <laughs> right. 
I mean, good for my future career, I guess. My roommate thinks you're funny. She keeps laughing at you. <laughs> um, so, you have, how many roommates do you have? Uh, my roommate, Sophia, she's my best friend. And then my other roommate, Jacob, and he's my boyfriend. <laughs> so we're in a two-bedroom, so him are and I are... Are they on the band? Uh, Jacob's in the band with me. Sophia's not. <laughs> Sophia's a collector of skinless of uh, hairless cats. Is that is that her her thing? Is she the hairless cat girl? <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> so ask her, ask her why we think that's actually a cat and not some other. Oh, Azu. Life. Grab Azu. Where is she? You yeah. should grab her really fast. I'll I'll show everyone this ball of. <laughs> ugliness I, I i'm mean to azu i see her all the time and i'm like ugly and i know that's so mean of me but <laughs> she can't hear me <laughs> i give her love sometimes but sometimes she doesn't <laughs> that is no, the... <laughs> i don't know what she to think about that <laughs> yeah and they come that way. Like you didn't have to shave all that off. That's just that's just how they are. I was telling him about how Azu makes your dad have an allergic reaction, but Topher won't. That's the weirdest thing. So yeah, send her back to Russia. <laughs> you don't want her. <laughs> but uh, she's sweet. The weird thing about hairless cats is that they'll like they'll knead on you, and then they'll start to like suck on your skin, and then it leaves it like all wet. No. <laughs> it's like no, a it's... vampire cat. Like it was bit by something and then lost its hair and kind of became. <laughs> I mean, it almost has kind of like a gargoyle kind of kind of vibe to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the I don't need to be insulting to your cat. Sorry that that I wasn't very kind. I do. I do have a whole rant about how the church over the centuries has used hell as a way to get people to be loyal to the church. And, uh, you know, as long as everyone's afraid, then they're going to be motivated, but it's way easier to keep everyone angry or afraid than it is to keep them inspired. And so uh, that they would just do that. They would talk about hell and how you're going to go there unless you do this, this, and this. And so you need the church and you need me. So give us some money and come and volunteer and always make sure that you're here and never miss. And that will guarantee your eternal salvation. And, um, and now over the last hundred years or so, people have just gotten too smart for that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so the churches are all shrinking, but they should, because we need to be pressured to actually do the right thing and say the right stuff and, be worth people's time so no. it'll be good for us but um uh, i i always had a hard time actually getting into church for a while like when i was growing up because of that reason i just felt like it was like kind of all or nothing not not necessarily like focusing on like you know people's feelings you know more just like like i don't know just not the whole picture, I feel like. And you, I feel like you you involve everything. And I, I've loved coming to church since then. Like, it's it's not, not awesome. that it was boring, but um, sometimes I was just like, wow. Like, <laughs> this is, like, I'm a little lost right here. 
Yeah. I mean, we definitely have added too much baggage to, to, to the, to the Bible over the years. Um, and so basically a hundred years ago when evolution comes out, everyone begins to argue with each other about whether evolution or creation is true. Mm-hmm. And so before that we owned like hospitals and orphanages and would do good things for people, you know, caring for the poor. Uh, but then evolution comes out and we begin arguing about whether you're a real Christian because you believe in evolution or because you believe in this or that or whatever. And so we begin to evaluate each other to see, you know, if you're, if you're really a Christian. And so at first, you know, people would be like, try to stick up for themselves and say, no, I'm really, I'm a Christian. Uh, but after a while, when we began to require people to believe that the sun, uh, that that light was created on the first day and the sun on the fourth day, which isn't really possible, but that's how it is in the creation story. <laughs> and then we would say, well, I know it doesn't make any sense, but you just got to have faith and believe that. Like, well, no, that's not really what faith is. Faith is, uh, you know, not believing that Jonah was really swallowed by a whale. Faith is believing that the Jonah and the whale story teaches you to be kind to people who you might not like very much and just trust that that'll work out better for you than being mean to them. Mm-hmm. And if you believe if you believe that Jonah really was swallowed by a whale, but you're a jerk to people who don't think so, then you've missed the whole point of the story. And I'd rather have a person who's an atheist who gets the moral point of the Jonah and the whale story than a person who is going to believe every single word and every single comma and semicolon in the whole thing. Um, but we be jerks. So, so that's 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 where my theme, Taylor, is. Let's just not be jerks. Yeah. If we can, if we can compass that. I think we've come a long way. So. Yeah, I love being nice to people. It it just like right? makes it especially like I feel like not it's it's sad to say, but like when I'm nice to like someone older, it's kinda like they look at me like almost shocked. Like I, I'm too young to be nice or like <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'll I'll get some like weird looks and you know, it's it's fine. Like, you know, I'll I'll shock you and you know, maybe you'll you'll see my generation a little differently, but you know, like I, it brings me joy. You know. All right. Well, so uh, Taylor, thanks so much for hanging out in your first uh, episode as a host of the DRP. Uh, the rest of the crew will join us again later. But Taylor, thanks so much for for pitching in tonight. Uh, everybody, yeah. thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next time. Take care. God bless. This is the Dope, and we are out. 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 <laughs>